the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show. Heard every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. Please go to our website, rescuersradioshow.org, where you can hear all of the shows on our podcast and uh, this is a listener-supported show, so if anyone has uh, inclination to help out with that, uh, you can. There's a nice path to what you can walk through the the website as well. So, uh, very honored to have my next next guest this morning, uh, and uh, my guest is Dr. Nellie Clotter uh, Woods. Nellie Clotter Woods. She's the executive director of the Arizona Caregiver Coalition. Welcome, Nellie. Oh, well, happy to be here. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you you found the studio okay. And uh, before we begin uh, about uh, Caregiver Coalition, uh, share with our audience, give them a chance to get to know who you are and uh, some of your background and and uh, just tell us how you got to this point in your life. Oh, boy. <laughs> I won't bore your audience at this moment, but, yes, thank you for welcoming me. And um, I am not an Arizona native, would love to be an Arizona native, but have been here 17 years. And throughout this time, I have worked in, in um, nonprofit entities and um, my heart. Um, and through a leap of faith, I found Arizona Caregiver Coalition, and I, that's how I got here. Nice. Yeah. So, where are you from originally? Ah, thank you. Yeah, uh, let's New- go. Raised in New York, Bronx, New York. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A long way from home. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's exciting, yeah. growing up in the in the Bronx. Yeah. And- yeah, I miss it. I still have family out there. I love the food. I miss the food, but it's all good. Now, what kind of food? Oh, Caribbean food. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, my family is from Honduras, so I am Afro-Latina. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, just miss the food, but it's a great thing that I can cook. So, <laughs> yeah. So what, what brought you to Arizona? Oh, just the weather, change of pace, and um, just quality of life. Um, same thing that I like to offer all Arizonians as part of my, um, my tenure at uh, Arizona Caregiver Coalition. Um, just, just love the state. Beautiful state. Good. Well, let, let's move on to uh, talk about uh, Arizona Caregiver Coalition. 
um, you know, how did you find the job? How, how, what, what is your job? <laughs> and then we're going to go into your mission, you know, your goals, yeah. and all of this stuff. So, so take, take your time. <laughs> well, um, you know, like I said, um, I've mentored and I've been in um, – Entities and nonprofit space um, and various um, roles from direct services to uh, just mid level administration until I found Arizona Caregiver Coalition. Uh, I like to say that since 19, and now I'm currently their executive director. So since 2014, the Arizona Caregiver Coalition mission has focused on improving the quality of life for family caregivers across Arizona through collaborative partnerships, advocacy resources and respite services. Um, family caregivers are often refer- referred to as the backbone of our health care uh, system. And according to the Governor's Office of Youth, Faith, and uh, Family, Arizona has nearly a million uh, family caregivers who provide over 14.5 million, a billion in unpaid care annually. Isn't that amazing? I know. I know. So recognizing the um, invaluable contributions of Arizona's family caregivers across the diverse spectrum of the population is paramount for the fostering and the development uh, and offering more compassionate and sustainable um, services in our healthcare ecosystem. Yeah. So uh, have you been in this position long? I've been in this position. I am an incoming executive director in about seven months now, oh. marking that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Arizona Caregiver Coalition has been around? Uh, ten, years. ten years. We are okay. celebrating nice. our 10th year this yeah. year. Woohoo! Great job, <laughs> ACC. Great job. And I have to also say that it's um, in part and sponsored by the Department of Economic Security, the Division of Aging and Adult Services. Okay, well, let's, let's uh, dive into... Uh, what it's all about. Um, what the mission? Uh, is it faith-based? Uh, what is the mission and the goals? Well, I can tell you right now. We collaborate and we partner with a lot of faith-based um, organizations, and we like to bring in more um, to help because, and in fact, we have an upcoming event in a faith-based um, organization um, coming up, and I should share that with you so that you can share that with your audience later. But the mission of the Arizona Caregiver Coalition is to improve the quality of life for family caregivers across Arizona through collaborative partnership, advocacy, resources, and respite support. Our vision is that all Arizona of family caregivers have hope and resources to overcome obstacles of care in um, our urban and uh, rural communities. So some of the things that we offer is a lot of outreach and supportive um, services uh, to our family, unpaid And how long have you been in this position? Seven months. Okay. (laughs) Are you impressed or (laughs) what's happening here? Um, so, uh, and, and tell me about the mission and the goals. Just and 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 I know you you've got some script there, but yes. but deep dive uh, daily. What's it like every day? What do you do? Who are you helping? How do they reach out to you? Oh, okay. Um, the grassroots. The come on. Grassroots is yeah. bottom line. We want to offer um, voice uh, to our unpaid family caregivers that are 
consistently taking care of their loved ones 24 hours a day, seven days a week. When I'm sleeping, when you're sleeping, they're taking care of their loved ones. And they never, very rarely, very rarely complain. So I, we exist, not me. But we exist to add voice or to offer voice to amplify their needs, their concerns, any obstacles or barriers they are going through in the community, whether it be through uh, hospital visits or even personally at home or in, um, in stores or with the government. Um, we are here to, to amplify and, and, and offer that voice to them. So the mission is to take care of, of those that come to you, and you find out about them how? How do they find about about your services? Uh, through our websites. We are staffed with five dedicated, qualified people that go out in the community and offer presentations. Um, we have pamphlets that we hand out in the community, and we offer these presentations for free. Um, we You can go to our website. I can give you that website um, information right now, the azcaregiver.org, or you can call our caregiver resource line, 888-737-7494. Apart from just uh, doing presentations, going out in the community, um, it's really, um, you know, um, word of mouth, and yeah. it's it's going uh, rapid fire in the so community. So what, what kind of situations are these families and uh, could be in? They are typically um, uh, family, in-home uh, caregivers that are taking care of their loved ones who are vulnerable, um, either with a disability or a special needs child or their grandparents or um it could be relatives or even their neighbors. And so they find themselves in that situation and they just want uh, just um, some a break somewhere. Can these be dangerous situations? No, they're typically day-to-day, just health-related, day, okay. uh, health day-to-day, caring for them, uh, for, their, for their loved ones' needs. And they will contact us if they require just some time off to go to the movies or um, they they want their care loved ones in a daycare, and it co- if it costs, they would then contact us for some kind of voucher um, assistance if that is available. So you must have a large uh, staff. No, we actually we are um, uh, staffed with five qualified, dedicated, passionate um, staff members. Most of them are caregivers themselves. And we actually have a robust uh, volunteer uh, system that we partner with. Um, hundreds or thousands? Not hundreds and thousands, okay. but on any given time, we have probably five or six um you know, every quarter, you know, different uh, volunteers that come and, and offer their assistance. Yeah. We partner with AmeriCorps and we partner with um, ASU, Arizona State University. And we also partner with AARP yeah. for those volunteers. So are you statewide? We are now yeah. uh, just recently become statewide. Um, and we're happy to announce that we can now offer these services um, to uh, family caregivers all over, all across um, Arizona. They yeah. call us, um, family caregivers will call us for resources. Like I said um, earlier, they will call us for some respite services um, if available. 
Yeah. So um, you you mentioned from time to time here so already in the, this interview, uh, dollars and cents. Yeah. So these are people that can't afford to pay. They don't have insurance. How do you provide that for them? Well, um, I, I've mentioned earlier that we are uh, sponsored by the Department of Economic Security. Mm-hmm. And through that grant, the generous grants, we can offer uh, statewide family caregivers um, voucher programs, voucher reimbursement program mm-hmm. um, assistance. And they contact us, um, and we they go through an application process, an assessment process. And if found eligible, <clears throat> they could get a reimbursed up to 1000 Two hundred um, dollars, um, and those dollars can be reimbursed for services like um, going to the movies or hiring somebody temporarily okay. to care for their, their loved ones. Um, and it is just a, it's an emergency basis, yeah. and it's here while it's here. Um, while we have the grants. So you're probably having to add staff and volunteers yes, in, if it's through a, throughout the state now. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Because that's pretty large. It is. It is. Yeah. So how's, how are you... Uh, <laughs> How are you set to handle that? Um, one day at a time. <laughs> but uh, like every employer, you know, we uh, we um, we send out a, an announcement of our needs, and um, those that are uh, interested can um, apply or contact me di- directly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, gosh, uh, and, and and the services you 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 kind of brushed over I some did. things, but I give did. us give us some concrete. Oh. Some of the things that we do, apart from presentations all over Arizona, is we offer CPR classes, first aid classes. We have online webinar classes. Um, we have support groups that we facilitate, and um, we also um, we also build our networks through our coalition committees. Yeah. So family caregivers can participate in our um, in our activities at any point, whether it be through our committee formation or support group or come in and intern, um, we welcome all. Okay. So um, I'm going to take just a moment for our audience. Uh, I have a message for our audience. If you came into uh, the Rescuer Show uh, late, my guest is Dr. Nellie Clotter-Woods, Executive Director at Arizona uh, Caregiver Coalition, uh, statewide organization, um, so I had a, <laughs> I had a couple, a couple of acronyms. I have a question for you <laughs> that I have no idea what they are. Oh boy! <laughs> what is SBIR? SBIR and STTR. Oh, those are federal grant um, programs, small business, innovative. I forget what the ours okay. are, but those are small base um, grants that business um, entrepreneurs, um, those that are inventing something new, can go ahead and uh, apply for federal based. Okay, yeah, so STTR is, is the same, similar. You know, I'm assuming that you based. do your own. Um, uh, searching for a grant writing? Are you a grant oh, writer? Yeah, yeah. I, I am a grant yeah. professional by trade, nice. and I, I support my organization in that as well. <laughs> Finding the right, uh, Finding the where right the money is, where right? The money and the partnership, <laughs> but it's more about partnerships. It's yeah. more about building relationships and community partnerships. So you mentioned uh, the governor's office of youth, faith, and family. Yeah. Uh, give us an example of some other organizations that you work with. Oh, so that would be 
be one. AmeriCorps would be another. Arizona State University would be another. Um, there are um, there are just several. Um, the the uh, Maricopa County Department of Health uh, is where we we work uh, mainly with. Um, thank you guys. They have also supported our mission. I have to um, acknowledge that. Um, and um, through our committees, um, we've expanded our network and working with a various organizations throughout the state, the uh, area aging um, network as well. Um, it, it, just so many, the numerous. Going, going through moment. my background. Alzheimer's and dementia um, groups. Yeah. Uh, it, it, we, just so many. You've mentioned a lot of adult care. Sure. Tell us about children. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of children programs, right? And now we don't have a lot of children programs, oh, okay. but we serve, offer, if our family caregiver is um, providing services to their special needs children, yeah. indirectly okay. we would help those spe- that special need child. Okay. And there are times when children themselves are caregivers and caring for their grandparents wow. temporarily. Yeah. We offer services of respite for those type of uh, s- situations. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I thought that you have you have a background in children's care. I or? do. Okay. I yeah. do. I yeah. was a uh, child protective uh, worker okay. uh, for the state of Arizona nice. and also for yeah. the state of Florida. It's great work. Uh, yeah, is yeah. um, rewarding. Can be um, dangerous. It is, could be dangerous. Yeah. It's traumatic for all, um, but um, we're serving the good um, for the good of the community. So um, that's some of your special. Uh, able abilities, right? Yeah. So that you come as the executive director here to with with a lot of background mm-hmm. in, in what's going on and how to mm-hmm. handle it, mm-hmm. and um, give us give us some examples of um, there there was something I was looking for respite and recreation. Mm-hmm. Tell us tell us what those stand for with you. With us um, in particular. Um, with the focus of that family caregiver um, requesting respite, it is a break, temporary break away from their circumstances, not forever. And we know um, through families that call us and ask for help, they, it's, they're hard-pressed to even identify themselves as family caregiver and even ask for help prideful people that just pour their hearts out for their loved ones. and Say so, that again? Uh, our family caregivers yeah. are ones that... I thought I heard you say tribal. No, well, no, okay. we do offer okay. services to the tribal um, nations as well, okay. but um, what I was um, getting at is that our family caregivers are, uh, sometimes they don't even identify themselves as family a caregiver, a caregiver itself, so that we have to um, work through. And most of the time, they won't ask for help. Yeah. Um, prideful, they just want to, they naturally just care. They have their hearts on their sleeve, and they just very passionate. Um, and so when they come to us and they ask for help, we offer them uh, that time away um, for them to just go enjoy yoga or movie or some time away from that yeah. circumstance so that we can maintain. They come back restored, rejuvenated, relived, and they come in to, to, to fight another day or not even fight, but just yeah. care for their loved ones um, for another day. So you must have a methodology of training and education to, to, for all of the volunteers and 
in people that are already doing in-home setting with with those in need. How do you educate and train all of these volunteers and so forth? That must be a big uh, effort. So I I have to mention that uh, the training uh, for our volunteers and staff is to the extent of, and we've got to remember that everyone that comes in in our office are caregivers themselves or they are in the social work field um, offering, um, you know, their services to the community. And to the extent that they offer um, um, you know, community resources, just a listening ear sometimes when they call in. And again, uh, the training goes to the extent of offering um, and training up on um, the respite services, the vouchers. So it's a, little, a lot of administrative um, process up front and also a blend of listening, social work. And so we regularly update and upskill our interns and staff on what's happening, what are the needs, and how can we help the best uh, removing barriers and obstacles for our family yeah. caregivers. So you've been executive director now for how long? Seven, Seven months. months. So uh, <laughs> my goodness, you're, you're, you're still in, in, in trying to get it upgraded. Uh, what are your own goals for this? Uh, my own goal is the same objective as Arizona ACC is to uh, remove barriers and obstacles for those family caregivers, offering them a voice um, in this uh, landscape, in this ecosystem here. Um, That is the same goals I have. Well, tell me what what blockage could could possibly be in the way of some of these. Uh, Funding. (laughs) We need funding. Um, to sustain. Um, so that could be a, a great blockage to continue to work. So um, donations are welcomed. But inside the homes, uh, you go to, th- this is home-based, right? This is a lot of the family, yes, home-based. Yeah. So, um, so they have to know what they're dealing with, right? And And there has to be, there could be obstacles in uh, of learning or listening and what type of care is is obviously needed, right? That is a great point. We have not opened a program for caregivers to go into the homes of others that they do not know. That's a totally separate program. We offer um, services and support to the extent of offering outreach, um, community resources, emergency respite workbooks, presentations, but we have not opened a program as of yet that is coming. You're probably telling us, giving us, foretelling our our future here, (laughs) but um, we have not opened a program where we we ask caregivers to go to different homes to offer, oh. but that is an excellent model. Yeah, and yeah. no other states are doing that, but it's an excellent model we should follow up on. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is how widespread is this around the country? I to Just to let you know, every state has some form of family caregiving coalition, um, it, whether it is sponsored on their own standalone uh, nonprofit or is sponsored by a state mm-hmm. or a government entity or partnered with someone else, another um, nonprofit entity. But it is widespread. Yeah. So, um, gosh, you got your hands full. I do. <laughs> I do. But all 
good <laughs> things. I keep the the mission in mind, yeah. and it's I I never tire. Yeah, I never tire. Yeah. So uh, one more time, how, how would does someone that needs help? How do they contact you sure. or your staff? Or that. So you can um, you're welcome to go to our website and complete a form. If you're in, if you're a family caregiver yourself and you like some of the services, our website has a, 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 a plethora of information there. There's also an, uh, a form that you can fill out um, if you are an Arizona-based uh, family caregiver at azcaregiver.org. You can also email us at info at azcaregiver.org. That is info at azcaregiver.org. We also have a centralized, toll-free number, um, all facilitated by our coordinated interns um, and dedicated interns at 1-888-737-7494. That's 1-888-737-7494. Nine, four. Can anyone contact you directly? Yes, you may. Um, you can reach me at Dr. Clotter Woods at azcaregiver.org. Wow. And you were, you're, what's your discipline for doctor? Oh, it's uh, organizational management nice. and leadership. Yeah. That's what's needed here, right? That's what's needed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call Nilly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh god bless you and and uh and i i hope uh, a bunch of our people that are going to hear this program uh climb on board and they want to know more from you please and we accept do. donations please yeah. bring them on thank you so dr nelly clotter woods exec- executive director of the arizona caregiver coalition um thank you so much for for being here and you Nellie are a rescuer. G- thank you. God thank bless you. For you. Me. God bless you. Thank you so All much. Right. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.